Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, we are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, Bonjour. In Spain, Hola. In Italy, Ciao. In Egypt, Athen Wasalan. In Ghana, Akwaba. In Nigeria, Peleo. In South Africa, Saobona. In Senegal, Nangadef. In Kenya, Jambo. In Israel, Shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, Assalamu Alaikum. Greetings, and may peace be upon you all. have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Mama Joy, 
And I'm Reverend Rosemary. Join us every second Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Time, here on the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show for Neighborship of Joy. We'll have powerful conversations inviting women to walk in the light. So call in. 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak to the host. You can also join us live on the Female Solution Facebook page and YouTube channel. So see you on the second Saturday on The Neighborship of Joy. Naima Latif, executive producer of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. We are a part of the online network of associated internet radio hosts, On Air. On Air empowers you with transformative news and interactive radio TV shows. This is such a wonderful time to be alive and to see our human family coming together as one community as a result of that powerful tool, the internet. We can now talk directly to each other all over the world. There's no need for conflict or misunderstanding. There's no need for violence to solve our differences. We can talk to each other face-to-face until we reach an agreement. On Air offers a fantastic global guide to communicators from all over the world who are using their Internet platforms to inspire us to strive to be our best selves in order to become the kind compassionate, loving people we were all born to be. Once we do that, we'll see planet Earth transformed into a place of peace. Subscribe to the recommended YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and podcasts created by these Voices of Enlightenment. On Air provides daily news briefs and a weekly magazine to keep you abreast of events and opportunities. On-air news affiliates in television, radio, and print share information, insight, and interviews with notable persons. Everything you need, what your body needs, is found in nature. So Susan Essentials doesn't do it any other way. Susan Essentials provides your employees and individuals access to over 20,000 nutritional products, and they are shipped direct to your door. Because Susan Essentials is certified in plant-based healing, we're permitted to offer you the best nutritional supplements on the planet. They're non-GMO and sustainably produced, and we take the guesswork out for you.
Let Tucson Essentials help you take control of your health today. What happens when a group of people are kidnapped from their homes, smuggled away in chains, and held captive in a foreign land where they are tortured, raped, and forced to perform hard labor by the lash of a whip and under the constant threat of death? Slavery, the African-American psychic trauma. What happened to the doctors, writers, scientists, builders, educators, and spiritual leaders from Africa's golden age? Who did they really capture and sell into slavery? Are all African Americans suffering from psychic trauma because of a conspiracy to hide their true identities? Do you have psychic trauma? Take the test on page 22 of the book and see. Order it online today at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com and get your personally autographed copy of the book, Slavery, the African-American Psychic Trauma. Thank you all for joining us on this Saturday edition of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif, and today we're hearing from some powerful women on the neighborship of joy, women who are used to being able to inspire and motivate. And this is what they do. And today we're going to hear some words of inspiration from women who know how to make a difference in the lives of others. So we invite you to sit back and relax and be inspired because this is a time for us to hear some spiritual words of inspiration and to recognize when perhaps the reason for so much emotional upset is because we are sad, depressed, and needing some inspiration. And if we are able to inspire others, then perhaps we will see a change in our world. So we're going to bring you some uh, words from Mama Joy and Reverend Rosemary, inspiration that can make a difference in your life, and as always, We encourage you to 
call in, 515-605-9325, and press 1 when you are ready to speak, because we want you to be inspired today. We want you to be inspired, and we want you to be energized as you listen to these words of inspiration. And we've got some wonderful young ladies who are going to tell their story when it comes to how they are able to make a difference, how they are able to overcome. So we'll be back with words of inspiration for you to listen to. This is Naima Latif for the Neighborship of Joy, and we will be back in just one moment. And once again, we want to bring you some overcomers. Kathy Elling. Catherine Ellington has introduced us to some fantastic women, and we will be hearing more from her as she joins us for an upcoming edition of The Neighborship of Joy. But right now we want to take a look at who... Who do you turn to when you're looking for love? Who do you turn to when you need joy in your life? And are you willing to rethink some of the ideas that you may have regarding what it takes to bring love and joy into your life. As always, we appreciate you when you listen in and call in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you are ready to speak. And we're going to bring you some inspirational words from Mama Joy.
look at the local and global rise of feminism. And we'll be joined by our co-host,
Global Radio TV show, and in just a moment, we're going to be joined by our co-host, Kareem Hamid, and our special guest, so we want you to stick and stay. Don't stray away. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Right back with 
Mama Joy, and our special guest today, motivational speaker and author, Janine Ingram. We'll be right back, so stay with us. Hi, I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're three black moms. And in case you didn't notice the resemblance, we're also three sisters. We're going to be coming to you every week sharing our successes and our mistakes as we navigate our lives as moms, wives, sisters, daughters, and, of course, black women in today's world. We'll talk about it all, race, politics, religion, economics, culture, and we'll take a look at everything from whether or not to use corporal punishment to how do you teach your children about sex. Look for our upcoming book, Growing Up Charles. It's a personal story about our lives growing up in Maple Park on Chicago's South Side. I'm Barbara. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Naima. We're Three Black Moms. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Three Black Moms. And we are, okay, I've never been on this, so I don't know nothing about it, but I'm... <laughs> and I think we're working on getting our guests in. And in the meantime, I believe we've been joined by our co-host, Kareem Hafneed. As-salamu alaykum. Yes, it is a wonderful morning. And I'm so grateful for all of you who have joined us. And if you've joined us on American Muslim 360, that number is... 515-605-9891. Make sure you press 1, and that lets the host know that you have something to say. You can open your mic, and if you're on the Female Solution, uh, that number is 515-605-9325. If you're on our switchboard, press 1. We've already got callers that have pressed 1. Ready for this exciting conversation. It's always a joy to be joined by our dear guest. Reverend Mama Joy, who brings us a perspective as we, as a human family, evolve to higher consciousness. And we are in the process of an evolution, which helps us to create, correct some of the errors in our treatment of each other so that we can create the world we desire to see, a world of mutual respect for all and that requires us to understand the value of all so welcome Reverend Mama Joy welcome welcome grand rising and and as we say in our community grand awakening because we are not just a grand rising but it is a grand awakening and if one has not heard that again. Wake up. It's time to wake up and rise, right? <laughs> I love that. Yes. Awakening. 
being awakening and and that's what's happening right now and i really appreciate your uh intro oh and good good morning uh i saw my language to my brother kareem how are you this morning Yes, yes, I last last yeah, I missed my last Thursday, my last uh, Wednesday last month. Yeah, I I had a family uh, situation that I had to go with. I went to New Orleans and uh that's my hometown and uh, I had a, a family member to pass and and these are these are you know, this is something that I'm finding as you as 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 you get older, as I get older, because some people say, "Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not older, I'm not whatever." But the point is, you keep on living. Time will eventually. The time passes. The time passes. I like that too. That's a great Own wisdom. <laughs> and, and and that's the whole thing. Uh, no matter how much time you're given in life, you're supposed to grow. Yeah. And how do you grow? How do you produce? How do you be fruitful? You know, uh, I'm a mother, grandmother, a mother of five, a grandmother of ten. I raised six children, so that would be, you know, having a grand, another granddaughter of eleven. And so, not in the same body of ability to produce babies. But that's one thing when God tells us in the scriptures, or even in the Quran about being fruitful, we never outlive. As long as we're breathing, we should be fruitful in doing something to increase the wisdom and the good and the and the enriching our our family and and our community. And uh, so, age does not mean that you retire from life. It only means that you serve. <laughs> life in a different way than when you were in your 20s and 30s, in your 60s and your 70s, if you're blessed to live and to be around in that time. I like that time. If you're if you're able to do that, you're still a service. Mm. And that is what we, I'm, I'm going to work with this morning. Now, I guess uh, she told me, she said, oh, my goodness, I got to get ready. I got to get ready. <laughs> she said, when I told her, Naima, she said, she said, oh, okay. She said, I thought this was just black talk. I didn't know it was going to be seen. I said, yes, ma'am, you're going to be seen. I said, it was late. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, anyway, she said, let me get straight. So, while she's doing that, we'll be together. <laughs> you know, we have to put on our face, everyone, and see, Brother Kareem, you probably don't have to go to all these moderations that we have to go to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go through a metamorphosis.
but we're living in a human form and we have relationships and whether it's of a marital or family it expands and impacts on a greater composite of life like our community how many of you noticed that since the riots of a couple of years ago well no it wasn't that long it was the riots responding to the various things that were happening in our, in our community uh, like frank you know uh uh, Floyd, Floyd and, yeah. and Trayvon and all these things. And have you taken a look at the community since then? I, I speak to people, uh, you know, all over, and they're telling me that they have not recuperated from that. We look at our community. How many boarded buildings? How many people have actually exited out of the cities in an effort to find some place that's safe and secure? That's interesting because, of course, riots are like a volcano. It's an explosion that just makes a mess of everything. And yet we keep doing this as if we didn't learn from the riots in the 60s. There are some neighborhoods that are still torn up from the 60s right precisely yeah on the west side precisely yeah west side of the of, of chicago is still boarded up i know you know st louis also had detroit detroit all of these major cities where people exploded in anger and tore up the places where they live <laughs> those places are still torn up and the frustration is still there so that lets us know an explosion of anger is not the solution when we are upset. And we should have learned that lesson, but apparently we didn't. So we did it again. Well, we don't we don't learn the lesson because we don't connect with the community. We don't know how to connect with the community. We don't we have not been taught or learned. We have not been taught, so how can we learn? And when mm-hmm. Yes, Brother Kareem. Yes,
to embrace all of humanity and all that, that there is. And they have a right to grow. So my son, and when I said God, he just looked at me real strange. I said, well, you know, whatever high power name that you call it, hello, because regardless of it, when we come into the knowledge that there's a higher power that we all are accountable, accountable to, by whatever mother, mother, whatever name you call it, by whatever mother's tongue that you say it in, we are still one. We are just one body, one humanity with many different hues. Yes. Okay. And I brought to my community that we are family. No, this is not your family, but we are family too. And it can take that from local to global. Because mm-hmm. the earth is our home. Yes. Huh? This country is our home. Whether you like America or not, it's still our home. And because we, many of us have not taken ownership of our Americanship, our American citizenship with love, it's difficult for us to be able to come together as a community because that community exists in a greater whole. How do we take ownership of our life and everything that impacts upon us and understand that we have a responsibility? We are still related. It's just five points I wanted to make. We're one, we're family, we're related, we are neighbors, and we are mothers and fathers of and in this community from local to global. My mission and my my desire, and I feel that the, that power which we're accountable to, is asking us to wake up, wake up to the mindset that mindset that and the consciousness that is just our whatever wisdom we have is just not contained in this body and stays in this body. But the power that we have within us is greater than any influence that's outside of us. Yes. So if we're going to make a change, be committed to change your life with the vision of saying, I'm going to change the world. That's part of what the global and the local global that the female solution says. Hallelujah. That is that. Let me, let me get as excited. <laughs> you can't see the preacher, right? <laughs> But, you know, it's just like you said, when you reach the age of wisdom, then you serve in a different way. And when you're young and you're still kind of learning, you put a lot of energy into things, and some things go well, some things don't. But when you get to that certain age of wisdom, the way you serve is sharing the wisdom of your experience and sharing the wisdom and the insight of your awakening so that people can evolve that much faster because you're able to give them a different perspective that it took you a lifetime to gain. And this is the the gift that we give as we age and we reflect and we understand with deeper wisdom. We have an obligation then to share that wisdom with those who are still trying to figure it out. And that is so true. Oh. Brother Kareem, you, have a, you want to jump into this comment? <laughs> you know we can go. <laughs> but, we, but we know, as you said before, we got we have to learn how to work together, even in our conversations, because I'm beginning to understand it's so important for me to hear what the male has to say. It's so important for me to learn how to listen, because as conversation is, when I, when I look at the word intercourse, the first thing one thinks of is sex. But I'm learning, Naima. I'm learning that intercourse, the very first definition for intercourse is communication. Ooh. 
that. That's some deep wisdom. <laughs> Mm. And so when, when I 
We're watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. And if you would like a visual image of us, go to Facebook and go to the Female Solution, and you'll see the beautiful face of Mama Joy and the beautiful face of Janine A. Ingram, our special guest today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Female Solution. You left out your beautiful face. Has been on a much lower level. 
and things that make us ashamed. So it's our responsibility to be able to speak on these natural processes, not just as a sex, but as, as a survival need for us to bring our consciousness and our conversations on a higher level so that we can learn the verbiage and learn how to craft our lessons for our younger people. We can't even talk to them. We, we haven't learned how to bring this to our younger generation. And so now, like the chicks making the eggs and no fertilization, we're having babies and there's no ejaculation. Hello, is anybody home? Can you get what I'm talking about? Male input. Right. Male input as to what is going on and how we can always be of service as long as we're breathing. Mm. And to have conversations to have a male presence and not ask him to go deep within himself. So we can see do that does he actually understand what we're saying? And and we got the message. We understood clearly. Analogy. That was powerful. The the they got eggs but they they can't produce any chicks because they there was no male presence. So we look at what happens in our homes when there is no male present and what happens to the children, what's absent in them because there's no male present. And and listen to this. He said it's a male is created to ejaculate. So not only the presence, but the responsibility for him to be aware of what are you ejaculating? Yeah. What are mm-hmm. you looking for? How are you affecting the life? Absence of the ejaculation, as well as those who are ejaculating, without the knowledge of who they are. <laughs> what do you mean, Janine? Tell us a bit about the work that you've done. We, we've got. Uh, uh, go ahead. It's, it's, uh...
spewed out into the airwaves and into our minds and into the minds of the children, and they begin to conform to the low level of consciousness. So there was there was money put into that very deliberate tactic to lower our consciousness, as you say, to put a covering over the life force energy being ejaculated, being put out by men of substance and and intelligence and vision. So we have to now, those of us who are in those stages of wisdom that we are, we have a responsibility to allow the positive life force energy to come forward and to fertilize the minds of this next generation. That's our job. And that's why we're here, the power that we have. So we must use that power. So our guest, Janine Ingram, who is an author and motivational speaker, along with all of those very foundational roles of wife, mother, grandmother. <laughs> and she's the creator of the Love Journey Org. And she also is author of the book Born to Be Rich. We want to welcome you to our show, Janine. Oh, Yay. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. Hi, Kareem. <laughs> Yeah. So 
the world is a reflection of what's happening right now inside of us. And so um, we have angry women having angry children. Um, and and I, I, I tell when I go into him, because I volunteer in human trafficking, domestic violence shelters, human trafficking shelters, and you will be surprised that these young babies, as young as 10 and 9, being sold into human trafficking. Um, and how to just, you know, just hold those babies in the arm and remind them of their truth and who they are and who they came to the planet and there are no mistakes. So I have to first recalibrate what's going on in the thoughts because the story we tell ourselves is the story we live. Yes. The story we tell ourselves is the story we live. So when we think we're not worthy, good enough, for, and all these abandonment issues and angriness, that's the story we constantly live. And that's what we create in the inner landscape, which creates angry children. And the body holds. I tell people all the time, the body keeps score. The trauma that is held in a body, in the cells of our body, is recreating itself constantly, constantly, constantly. And not just, you know, when I have a baby, I also hold my grandchildren in my body. That's right. So not only am I transferring the cells of my mind, thoughts, emotions into my child, it's also going into the eggs that's in the child that I'm carrying. So I say that to say that the first thing I talk to every is to clean up the inner landscape of what's going on. What is that story you're telling yourself? What is that little story that you're telling yourself that keeps you perpetuated in a situation of misogyny? Because uh, what happens is our thoughts and emotions affect the chakra systems, which affect the electromagnetic field around us, which attracts to us the vibrational energy that we bring into our experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so we wonder why we keep finding ourselves in the same situation over and over yes. and over again. Mm -hmm. It's because the vibrational match right, right, of what's right. happening in my electro electromagnetic field is okay. constantly saying whether I'm, I'm more than enough or I'm not good enough. So mm -hmm. if I say I'm not good enough and my energy is showing up, somebody showing up, my word may flash. What am I saying? What is the word that's coming out? making it into the physical presence outside. So whenever I'm in a situation that I don't appreciate, I'm, I'm stopping back and going inside and saying, okay, Janine, we created this, we can recreate yeah. what it is we desire in our life. Where is it that I, what is it that I need to learn in this right now moment? Mm -hmm. Shift my consciousness so that I don't have to keep finding myself in a perpetual situation of whatever it is. If it's money, if it's relationship, if it's trauma, drama, you know, I, I'm the one that created. And that's the thing that I teach. You are responsible for your life. You are accountable for your life. And as my young ladies that I mentor and I coach, I'm always telling them that the first place to start is self-love. Love is such a game changer. I cannot tell you how powerful love is. It's the highest yeah. vibratory energetic expression of life. And when you begin to, and I'm not talking about love as the way we've learned it, that attachment. As soon as we attach, as soon as we feel this feelings and, and then we get attached, it's no longer love because the love is not attachment. Love is not saying that I want you to be what I want you to be, but love says I love you enough to allow you to be what you need to be, whether it's with me or without me. And so that's the thing that I, uh, I believe that I came to the to teach stuff. Well, I know it. Let me tell you, this. I haven't said this much out loud. I was in the room meditating, getting ready for work. I was, I was in my twenties, maybe early thirties, 
and I always meditate. So this morning I'm meditating, getting ready, and all of a sudden this light come on, but it wasn't an electrical light. I'm like, and I feel this warmth in my body that I am enjoying. Wow. And I said, oh, my God, I'm in the presence of the, the most high. And, and, and you know, you know, it's different because yeah. it's this, this tingling that goes on in your body and this warmth and it's all, the best you can describe it is like an orgasm, but it's even more amazing and more electromagnetic than that. And, and I heard, and it said to me, when it opened up, it said, teach my people I am love, for they know not that I am love. My God. Mm. And I was like, well, what does that mean? <laughs> So let me take you back early. I was walking down the street one day, and a lady walked out of this place, and she looks at me. She said, you are here to teach love. I'm like, this lady, this lady crazy. I don't even know what love is. <laughs> she said, come, come into And she, now I would describe as rock, but now I know she had put crystals on her mm-hmm. chakra system, and she put her hands over me, and she said, you came to the planet to teach love. I'm like, this lady don't even know my life. How can, how much she's love? My mother was hooked on drugs. I've been in all these foster cares, been mistreated. I don't even know what love is. How much she's love, right? And then I got that second years lady later. Spirit said, "Teach my people that I am love, for they do not that mm. I am love." That's a that's a powerful experience. But here on earth. This is a school, and often the way we learn what something is is to experience its opposite. Exactly. So we learn what love is by experiencing what love isn't. Exactly. And some of the most powerful teachers of love are the ones who have experienced what love is not. What love is why they can teach what love is. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come right back and continue with Janine A. Ingram and Reverend Mama Joy and Brother Kareem Hamid and our American Muslim 360 family. And we've got a couple of callers on the switchboard. We'll take some calls when we come back and let us know, Kareem, we've got some callers on your switchboard. We want to make sure we give everybody a voice today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Bring some joy to the world and talk to Janine on the local and global rise of feminine energy. On yes. the planet. Yes, yes. On the planet. Absolutely. <laughs> We will be right back after this quick break. So there are people who choose to make a positive difference in the world. Our job is to bring you their stories to motivate you to do the same. Join us each week, host John Alexander and Naima Latif, as we bring you the educators, entertainers, elected officials, religious leaders, and community activists whose works are transforming this world. Find out how you can make a difference, too. Be inspired. Watch the media connection. Hi, this is John Alexander. And I'm Naima Latif. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world. Watch us every day on The Media Connection at www.youtube.com slash The Media Connection TV. YouTube it. We'll see you soon. Fascinating 
Solution Global Video TV Show by Naima Latif, along with our co-host Kareem Hamid and our American Muslim 360 family. Oh yeah, we got Reverend Mama Joy Willis and Janine Ingram with us today, spitting out some great wisdom as we take a look at the rise of feminine energy and. That is what is necessary. But we've got to find a way <clears throat> to fertilize those eggs that we all have as women. We have great potential. We need that balance with the male energy. So as we were uh, getting ready to go to a break, Janine, you were giving us uh, quite a, an insight about your life and your experience and uh, the fact that you've seen some of the unloving behaviors and you've had a confirmation of your purpose here. We've got some callers on the line. I'm sure want to uh, give your thoughts and ask questions. And if you're listening online and want to join this conversation, give us a call, 515-605-9325. Press 1 when you're ready to speak. And we'll open your mic and get your thoughts. And let's we're gonna go, we're gonna take seven seven three five. I'm um, sorry, seven seven three four five zero, and then we'll take one 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 one. And if you're on our switchboard and want to add your thought, just press one, and we will open your microphone. All right, seven seven three four five zero. Introduce yourself to our listening and viewing audience, and give us your question or comment for our guest. Yeah. Rising to you. Rising. Wow. 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 Wow.
It's so important that we get connected to who we are physically. And and so it's so important that we understand everything from the internal landscape. Albert Einstein said everything is energy. And if we learn anything about life, the language of the universe is what? Vibrational frequency. And when we're on a lower or higher frequency, it tells in our body what's going on. Your body snitch on you. So I'll give you an example. Um, it will. I have clients, and they come to me, and they say, well, I, I have a client that just came to me the other day. Um, I'm, a, I'm a transformational life coach. And she was telling me that she had um, cancer in the uh, uterus and cancer on the left side of her breast. And I said, that's your mother energy on the left side, and that's a female blow. Somewhere you had a feminine blow where you didn't feel good enough as a woman. That is why you're showing up. That's why your uterus is showing up, telling you to get back connected. How many of us have been really connected to that space in our body? And, and none, hardly none of us, because why? When we grow up, we taught what? Don't touch down there. Don't look down there. No, don't nothing. It was like a, all the body. <laughs> and you had like, well, what's going on down there that we can't look, touch, or feel nothing? But and it's more of me, okay? <laughs> right. But masculine energy. Oh yeah, my son was in there and he was, you know, having his own personal experience and it was okay. Because men have their first experience with themselves, unless they've been molested or anything like that. But most men, they've had their first experience with themselves. Most women have not because we have been, t it's just taboo. And we're so disconnected from our body. So we're disconnected from the feminine energy. And the feminine energy is, is our receiving energy, is our pleasure energy. It's the energy that, that makes you vibrant and come alive. And, and so I also teach how to manifest with your sensual energy. And so when I, it is so important that we get back connected to ourselves as the feminine presence. But what's important that you bring out, Every time we talked about an item is that we balance it. And everybody on this planet is filled with feminine and masculine energy. Yes, yes, yes. But we've been working out a patriarchal process of ourselves all these years because what? Most of us grew up in single homes and we've been taught certain things and you run and you and we so into our masculine energy that we haven't figured out how to live in that part of us that is so beautiful and amazing that helps bring so beauty and joy to the planet yeah and so i just i love the work i do i love being a lady i love being a woman and i love balancing it out and i did have to and i just give you a quick story i was uh, a producer with her can on b103 one day and he, her Kent was getting older, and one day he was he introduced me as his daughter. And in all this oh. lifetime, I had never heard no man on planet say I was his daughter because my oh. mother was great. But it um it, it triggered some tears inside of me. I'm like, what is this? So when I came oh. home, I sat at my altar name, and I started to ask, what was the trigger and why? And Spirit said, you need to honor your masculine energy. I'm like. Honor my masculine energy. What I, I got, I've been married thirty some years. I've been with my husband. I love him. And but when I got into spirit and death, I, I saw the numbness I had in my masculine energy. Mm, and, and, and Holy Spirit said, "Name your masculine energy." Cause I tried to do like when I was healing my my mother wound. I, I could write to my mom. I could do all these things because I had an experience, but I never had an experience with a male as a father figure or anything. Um, so I was numb. 
faucet. Oh my God. So that means, because my grandmother says the male that we meet outside is the male that we are on the inside. So I'm like, wow. so this might be why I have wow. met. So my husband and I have been together since I was 19, but I always thought he would be mostly unavailable. And I thought, well, how was I meeting myself? Because Reverend Knight said, you meet nobody but yourself, right? But I was, you couldn't have told me that I was emotionally unavailable. But then I saw my numbness when I was sitting at my altar and I was meditating. And Spirit showed me where it came from. Mm. So I named my, uh, I was trying to think of a name that started with a J because my name starts with a J. So I was like James, Joshua, none felt. Then this, I heard this name, Mustafa. And that just moved every cell of my body. So, so I asked my male energy, my inner lover, what is the first thing I need to do to heal my masculine energy, to balance it out? And he said, I need to learn to trust. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it was interesting. Me and my husband were sitting down talking. And um, when I started working on my masculine energy, I don't even know how we had this conversation. He said, you know, you never really trusted me. I'm like, wow. <laughs> It was right after I was in there. And so he started explaining how I didn't trust him. So, like, um, because I grew up in a foster care, you know, and, you know, lots of things happen in foster yeah. care. And I'm not saying every foster care, but in the ones I lived in. So when he would come home from being out, our bedroom, we had the whole top floor in the second level was where our children where if when he come in the door I would come to the door to make sure he he would stop in the room and I would just stand there and I didn't even realize he knew that I did that mm. and he said that anytime I said anything to the kids you would come and you would stand there and watch like they were not my children and he just started explaining mm. things that and I, I realized that I didn't realized that I didn't trust anybody. It wasn't anything that he did. It was just from my own experience. So I was operating in my own experience when men came in our bedrooms or what happened. So I had to heal the little girl inside of me who didn't trust the masculine energy. Yeah. And when I learned to trust my own inner lover and learned to heal my own masculine, the feminine mm -hmm. part of me became even more feminine. And it, it, it was interesting how my husband, because of the energy shift inside me, how he came into more of a place that I would love as a man. Because sometimes I used to wonder, but my energetic expression was emasculating him and I didn't understand oh, energy at the time. Wow. And so he gave, he gave me an example one day. He said, I came in the house. He was an electrician. I was a finance manager. And I made about three, four hundred thousand. He made forty, fifty thousand an hour. Well, he made good money too. And he said, Well, here's ten thousand dollars and we want to do this. I was like, You keep your money. And he said it was so devastating to him. I don't remember that. But he said that I made I made him feel not good enough. Because everything, you know, and I didn't realize I was doing that. But I told him when people, when we operate in not good enough, we make other people not feel good enough. Wow. I was operating in my ego then. You know, I was mm. you know, what, what I was driving, what kind of house and all that stuff. Wow. And it wasn't until I got, you know, knocked off my feet that I realized that those things, the kind of shoes I wore, what I was, okay, they're going to I'm killing the game today. Look, they're going to be like, now, when whatever I'm driving and whatever I do, it's an expression of the most high. It's not about 
looking at what I have, but look at the opportunity that we can live in abundance. And so the authority shift has changed when I healed my masculine energy, when I healed my feminine energy. I didn't need to be validated on the outside. My validation came from the inside. And so the power that lies within us is what's going to shift the energy shift within us. If we want to change the planet, if we want to change what's going on in the community, my grandmother used to always say it's not in the fruit, it's in the root. And so the root part of us is what we need to heal. If we want to shift the community, our male energy, the children, what they're doing, the children are out cry what's been happening on yeah. this but yeah. this violence these kids is just showing the angriness and so yeah. they don't learn by what we say they learn by what we do because energy is everything Albert Einstein said energy is everything and, and one of my favorite quotes John was that he said you cannot fix a problem with the same mindset that created it Right. So if we want to shift what's going on in the world, in our community, we got to shift what's going on in this inner community. Yeah, man, that's and right. People right. In the community alone, because my grandfather used to always say, he said, class will tell, but water, he said, water will reach its level, but class will tell. What am I saying? I'm saying that when we shift our energy, everything around us will rise or it will get out the way. And right. so if we want to change what's going on with our children, we got to change ourselves. And I'll I give you an example. My youngest daughter, Joy Notice, she came home from, she graduated from uh, University of Rochester name, with cum laude, oh. biomedical engineering degree. And she wanted to go to D.C. with her, her uh, sister when she was at Howard. I said, no, you need to come home and relax and take a few months off. And, you know, because engineering was a lot. I told her, let's want to go spend three, four months in the in Peru somewhere. Go do something to relax. She said no, so she went straight to work. Went out there and created a whole mess for herself. Ended up getting in a relationship that she ended up on drugs. She was oh, no. She was she was she created a mess. She got raped. She got all kind of stuff happened out there to her in Washington DC. She came home, she called crying, I said, Why don't you just come home and let's start over? Walked in that door, she drove home she got home about 1 o'clock. She got in bed. She said, when I looked at my daughter, she was 60. She looked like she was 60 pounds, soaking wet, wrinkled hair all over her head, been living homeless. Oh, my. So she finally, she said, Ma, I just want to die. I said, well, you're doing a good job of it. But my point is this. If I went, I, I went into meditation and spirit say, because I started calling the prayer line, this 1-800 pray now. And I was calling, calling, calling. He said, you know, God has a plan for her life. You got to trust the plan. Mm. So I went into, I was in meditation at night. He said, fix you and you will fix her. Mm. I said, see, well, I did my work. You say, still more, it's levels to this. You still got some triggers from Because my mother was hooked on drugs. So, you know, he said, if you fix you, you will fix her. Come on now. Mm-hmm. So I started doing my work. I started, I didn't start, I started just blessing her every day, but I started doing my work about where there was still some stuff that needed to come out of me from being triggered with my mother. And so I just started healing and calling forth the healing presence of the Most High to come into places that I couldn't heal. The cell, because what Spirit showed me is that every cell in our body has its own mind. Mm-hmm. And even though my mind is, even though my brain says, Whatever I'm saying, I can say I'm rich, but my my cells remember poverty. Guess what? I'm vibrational energy is poverty. So yeah. no matter what I think and say, it's not gonna change until I change what's going on in, in this emotional body. So there was some stuff I needed to get out, out of my emotional body. So I had to 
And I ask God to give me a clean heart, restore my soul, and remove, and remove, release, and restore anything in me that's not of you right now. Wherever there's something in the course of the darkness yes. of my yes. that I'm not recognize it, reveal it to me so I can remove it. Today, Joy, where's she at right now? She just got her master's in reproductive Wow. wow. At Northwestern. Mm-hmm. She was the only black in the graduation class, only only one, and she graduated cum laude that, and now she is a PhD in restorative physiology in, in uh, Colorado. Wow. In Colorado. Wow. But I tell you, when I started doing my work, I did my work, and guess what? I went to her, I said, whatever energy you have against me as your mother, we gonna, you're going to need to heal it. I said, if you want to come talk to me about it, I'm open to faith, but we don't, you got to heal whatever's going on inside you. And so we start meditating together. We start walking in grass and grounding together and meditating. Mm-hmm. And I told her, whatever's going on, it's going on in the inner world. You can't blame mm-hmm. nothing on outside of you now because you've grown, your life is yours, and you got to own your body, your mind, and your power. And the only way you're going to take that power back is just going in and connecting to the creation that created you. The same creator that created you knows your purpose. The same creator that created you can heal the emotional scar. But you got to get in touch with it. And that's where I know when we become the example, we can talk to people all day long, but you got to be it. Yeah. You talk about it. You got to be about it. Because I know for a fact, I came home one night. And there was a, two guys sitting in front of my face smoking weed. And I was like, I wonder why these guys sitting in front of my house smoking weed, right? So one of them leave, but one of them stay. And he's blowing the, the, the smoke from a different direction. So he said, man, my different How's that? I'm like, why are you even smoking weed? That's why I asked. And I told him, you know, the way they put these chemicals is messing up your brains. So we get into a conversation. He says, I've been, he says, I've been watching your family for 20 years. He said, you got three daughters. And your husband is an example of what I always wanted my father to be like. He said, I watched him take the girls out of the car. I watched him in care and take care of you all. I watched him bring groceries in, go to work every day and come home every night. It wasn't a night he didn't come home. Now, this young boy who was 20-something years old noticed this because we've been on this block 20-something years. 30 years wow. ago. And he said, and you are such a great mother. That, and you always lifted us with the eyes of love. That's why we always respected you. That's why when you walked past us, we pulled up our pants. That's why when you walked past us, we made sure that when you came on the block and it wasn't no block, we pulled out a car to make sure you could park in front of your house. And I never knew any of this. Wow. That happened about three weeks ago. But... He said, you and your family have always been an example of what it means to be black love. Wow. That is powerful. You never know who's watching you. Never know. That's why I said you got to be an example of it. I never went to those kids who stood on the corner and beat them up. I just went to them and said, look, you're standing on these corners with your pants down. You got to have something better in your mind so that you can become something. 
You're going to one day be fathers to children, and you don't want your your life to be an example of you can't take care. What do? How can we serve you? What can I do to help you get jobs? I've got most of them in CDL classes, got them in helping get I walk down the street, taxi drivers be like, you need, and forgive me, and I don't even drink pop. But they so happy because I helped them get jobs that they didn't have to, you know, it took six weeks and they was able to work and get things done. It's just because they didn't have to. My husband took them in because he's an electrician, and he taught them electrical work. Wow. And that's what we did for the community. But we only, we did that because we loved the children. And these children were playing with our children. So. Thank you. That's right. We raised these kids in the community because we wanted them to be something because we knew they might end up with our child. And you mm. know, we invested all this love and, and money into our children. We had to do it to this community. So a lot of these young men are electricians and CDLs and carpenters because of the work that we've done. But it first started that we had to take care of ourselves. We had to take care of our mind, take care of our my children's mind. And it started with the love that we had for our own family that spread it out into the community. And that's what love does. I promise you, love is a game changer. My grandmother always said there's not an ill love can't heal. There's Ooh. not a prescription love can't feel. And for every question, love is the answer. And she said, you ain't been loved till you've been loved by you. have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood 
with love, guidance, and protection and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. And thank you for joining us. Join us tomorrow for Soul Purpose Healing with Viata, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. And until then, continue to shine your light. Come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the dash female dash solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash the female solution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kujun, France, Merci, Spain, Gracias, Italy, Grazie, Egypt, Shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Jared, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, Shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakor, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Salam alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.